It's becoming more and more common to see investors wanting to align their money and their values. But how do they properly capitalize on this intersection of faith and finance? That's where Kingdom Advisors comes in. We're talking to Kingdom Advisors President Rob West about the unique opportunity and relationship Kingdom Advisors have with their clients and the difference they can make in today's investment landscape. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Faith-Based Investing with Guidestone Funds. I'm your host, Will Laughlin, and today I'm excited to introduce you to a good friend of mine, Rob West, who's president of the Kingdom Advisors organization. Rob, thanks for being here. And why don't you start off by telling the listeners a little bit about your background and Kingdom Advisors? Well, thank you very much, Will, and it's a privilege to be with you on the podcast today. I currently serve as president of Kingdom Advisors, which is headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. We provide professionals with advocacy, training, and community really focused on advisors who want to deliver biblically wise financial advice. I also serve as the host of a couple of radio programs, Money Wise and Money Wise Live, as well as the Money Wise Minute. Uh, in my role as president of Kingdom Advisors, I serve as the primary spokesperson. And well, throughout my professional career, I've really always had the privilege of working at the intersection of faith and finance. I've uh, led a successful financial planning firm that was really focused on delivering faith-based advice and uh, have really uh, served uh, as host of a number of radio programs over the years. So this is an area I'm passionate about and really excited to explore with you today. So Rob, I think it's unique that you've had this ability to dedicate your career to the Lord and finding ways to include your faith and your passion for finance into your professional life. Can you give myself and the listeners some background on how Kingdom Advisors came about? I'd be happy to. Kingdom Advisors was founded by Larry Burkett, actually, in 1997. He brought together 16 financial professionals personally known to him, and they were all committed to providing biblical financial advice to their clients, and they created what was originally called the Christian Financial Planning Institute. Well, to advance the mission, the Christian Financial Professionals Network was created in 2003 when leadership was transitioned to Ron Blue, the founder of Ronald Blue and Company and an author. Uh, and Ron had a vision really to create an army of men and women offering financial advice consistent with the values and priorities of Christians. The ministry was ultimately renamed Kingdom Advisors in 2007. Tell me, how exactly does Kingdom Advisors deliver biblical financial advice? Well, we provide, again, training and advocacy for the industry of Christian financial advice, as well as community to financial advisors, and then finally distinction uh, through the Certified Kingdom Advisor designation. Uh, these are all men and women who specialize in providing their clients with biblically-based advice. Uh, you know, financial planning for someone who wants their finances aligned with their Christian faith requires a specific kind of guidance. Uh, there's quite Quite a bit in the Bible, as you know, Will, on the topic of money, more than 2,300 passages, uh, more than half the parables. Uh, Jesus even spoke about money more than heaven. Uh, yet, as far as we can see, he never actually asked for money. Uh, I believe he talked about it so much because he knew that it was a primary competitor to lordship in our lives. And because money is so closely connected to our hearts, you remember he said, where your treasure is, there your heart 
will be also. So for a Christian who wants to receive professional financial advice that aligns appropriately with their values and priorities, the worldview and training of their advisor is of critical importance. So our goal at Kingdom Advisors is to provide that training and community for these advisors who want to be fully equipped to assist their Christian clients in handling money in a way that glorifies God. So what we're talking about with with this group of people is a very niche market. Uh, And it's one that that we here at Guidestone, we align with very well. But I think a lot of people are going to look at this and say, since it's such a niche market, there isn't much room for growth. What sort of growth have you seen in Kingdom Advisors over the years? Well, it's a massive market segment, and we certainly have seen incredible growth that I think really acknowledges that here at Kingdom Advisors. Uh, Since 2013, we've actually experienced 70% growth uh, in our membership at Kingdom Advisors, now serving over 2,800 members. Uh, We've also experienced 110% growth. Those who hold our designation, certified Kingdom Advisor. Overall, I would say the financial services industry is really moving toward market niches and uh, specialized target markets. And oftentimes people fail to recognize that there's a large number of financial planning and investing clients who identify as Christian. Uh, A recent Pew study shows that about 68% of Americans still align with the Christian faith and uh, a growing number or subset of those would be really committed believers who desire whole life faith integration. That is, they want their faith to intersect with their entire lives, including their money, which I would say certainly extends uh, to their investments as well. So when we think about those numbers, we think about how people want to integrate that portion of their life. I think you're starting to see a lot of industries where where they want to, the clients, the consumers want to purchase, want to consume uh, and put their money into things that align with their Christian values. So what advice would you give to advisors who are certified as kingdom advisors to help them align their clients' wealth and their values? Well, I think, first of all, Will, it's crucial for advisors to understand the role that money plays in the life of a Christian and how they view their finances. You know, as a Christian, we recognize that, of course, God owns everything. Uh, Christians would view themselves, according to Scripture, as trustees or managers of the money that the Lord has entrusted to them. It's something God has placed us in that responsibility over to be found faithful. Uh, Money shouldn't be viewed as an end to Christians. It's actually a tool uh, to accomplish God's purposes. Uh, Money can add meaning to our life, but it's not the meaning of life. And one of those purposes that we talk about, as uh, the Bible clearly states in 1 Timothy, among others, is enjoyment. So we're to enjoy what God has given us. We also know we should provide for our families. That's clear in 1 Timothy as well, and that we should pursue contentment. But again, it goes back to this big idea that God is the owner, so we should ask the owner, the Lord, what he would like us to do. And I think that includes what lifestyle he's called us to. We also clearly see that we're told to hold what we have with an open hand. Uh, That is, we should use money to have a positive impact on people's lives, uh, to be charitable, and even transfer values, and I would say spiritual capital, to the next generation, even before we think about 
transferring financial capital. So uh, this is just a broad brush of some of the planning differentiators that exist, but it's really critical for advisors to understand that these planning differentiators exist when you lay a biblical worldview on top of financial decision-making. And this will really occurs at both the why as well as the how of financial planning, estate planning, and, and even investing. So maybe let's shift gears here, Rob, and talk a little bit about the trappings of wealth that are mentioned in the Bible. I want to use Matthew 6.24 as an example, and it states that no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. And I think this is something important for a financial advisor to be aware of when they're working with a client that's a Christian. Oh, absolutely. This is such a key point. I'm really glad you brought it up. It's something that's critical for advisors serving Christians to keep top of mind. Now, we need to be clear and say there's nothing inherently wrong with money or wealth. Uh, it can be an incredible blessing. And again, God owns it and we're to be his managers. But the Bible is clear around the trappings of wealth and that the love of money is the root of all evil. So the moment we put love of money first in our lives and we think it's going to give us some level of success or significance or satisfaction, we place our trust there. Uh, this is really where it can hinder and become a detriment to our relationship with uh, God and others. You know, Psalm 24, 1 is clear, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. So a Christian perspective of money means that we are, again, those stewards or managers of what God has entrusted to us. And one of the key ways, I would say, to break that grip of money over our lives uh, is through giving through, uh, again, holding everything we have very, very loosely. And so uh, I would just wrap up this by saying advisors really need to be aware of the trappings of wealth, need to understand that ultimately God is our provider. And that's where all of us, uh, each of us on the uh, talking today, as well as uh, the advisors and their clients need to understand that um, you know the Lord is who we need to put our trust in, not our things or our uh, stock brokerage accounts or investment portfolios. But at the same time, uh, we need to put money in the proper context as we handle it. So in thinking about context and how Christians do and should think about wealth, if you are looking at it through a different lens uh, and thinking about handling money differently, how about the context of retirement? Do you think that planning for that milestone looks different for the Christian investor? Oh, absolutely. And this is really part of that why uh, of being a, a faith-based advisor. Uh, you don't really find the notion of retirement in the Bible apart from the Levitical priests, and that was a very specific context. But you will find clear affirmation, Will, that we should be saving for the future uh, in Proverbs 21.5. And that's part of our role as steward to provide for ourselves and our family. But uh, clearly, that means we should be putting money aside. Uh, what it doesn't mean is that there's this magic date at which we're no longer valuable to God or our society. You know, as believers, we shouldn't uh, approach a time where we just hang it up and cease all working activity just to pursue a life of leisure for the rest of our lives because our calling doesn't have an expiration date. Now, there may come a day where we begin to slow down, we change the focus of our efforts, perhaps we can't even work full time uh, because of certain limitations. But uh, I 
think during this season, it's really important to ask the Lord what he would have us to do, how we can use this incredible wisdom and experience in his service, again, throughout our lives. Uh, And as Christian investors, we should be prepared financially uh, to ask that question. But this mindset does cause faith-based advisors to approach planning for retirement differently with believers. I would also say, additionally, uh, Christians recognize that, uh, again, we were created in the image of God and that he's the ultimate giver. I would say we're most like him when we're giving. Uh, Remember, he gave everything when he gave his son. Uh, We should be giving cheerfully during this season of our life and throughout all seasons. Uh, So at Kingdom Advisors, uh, an advisor should be well-skilled, Will, to help clients plan for their charitable giving when it comes to both their cash flow as well as their balance balance sheet. And I think this is actually a unique opportunity that's often overlooked. Interestingly, about 90% of giving is done in the form of cash, but only 10% of wealth is held in the form of cash. So all of that means that really the best and most significant giving opportunity for uh, clients, for all of us, is really on the balance sheet side of things, out of assets. And uh, that's just one example of an opportunity that's often overlooked. Well, it's overlooked, but I think it's a a really good point. Uh, And it really covers the the why aspect of being a Christian financial advisor. Uh, Let's maybe now look a, a little bit about the how side of things. Yeah, we move from the why to the how. I believe one of the clearest examples we have is in the investment space. Uh, This is where we recognize what we see in Scripture, that part of our role of being a faithful steward is to invest what God has entrusted to us. We see numerous examples of the affirmation of investing, uh, most notably the parable of the talent. And to be a good investor, uh, you have to be faithful in that. And we certainly see principles around how to do that, uh, the principle of diversity diversification uh, comes right out of Ecclesiastes. Uh, we see a long time horizon is really affirmed that we shouldn't be trying to get rich quick. Uh, but I would say beyond even those principles, many believers have strong convictions that uh, really uh, they want to take beyond that. Uh, they want to know that their values can align with their actual investments as owners of companies, whether that's uh, through stock ownership, mutual fund, or otherwise. And this can be done in a number of ways, and this is really an exciting uh, development in this whole space of faith-based advice because of the sheer growth that's occurring around faith-based investing. And uh, just a simple way to break that down and think about how to do that, I would say, is around the words uh, avoid, embrace, and engage or advocate. Uh, When it comes to avoiding, uh, this is the notion that we want to avoid certain companies because the activities they're involved in or the way they use their corporate profits does not align with a Christian's values and convictions. Uh, Embrace is about embracing companies or investments that want to be actually screened in because of their kingdom or even social impact, the difference that they're making in the world. And and then engage or advocate. That's where we want to pursue corporate engagement uh, as our uh, in our role, I should say, as owners. 
And then we could even look at uh, principle-based investment selection where we're selecting certain companies uh, based on the principles that they're following that we would find rooted in scripture. And so this is really where Guidestone would be a great example of this type of investing with uh, your fund family. And at Kingdom Advisors, we believe that uh, really aligning convictions and investments should be left up to the individual investor's beliefs uh, and preferences, but it's critical the advisor understand the opportunities here, help the client work out their own convictions, and then help them to understand the, the compelling investment opportunities that exist, allowing them to ensure that their faith is reflected in their investments if that's what they want to do. But again, I would say this is a really exciting space and this is where companies like Guidestone, which as you well know, is one of the largest in this space, is really offering investors a unique solution. That is Christian screened mutual funds and other services that provide advisors and investors with a growing number of investment solutions, really allowing them at the end of the day to have their faith reflected in their investment selections. Well, Rob, thanks for that. And uh, we at Guidestone are, are really happy that we are able to provide funds that help Kingdom Advisors accomplish their goals with their clients. Over your course uh, of your time at Kingdom Advisors, have you had any specific instances where uh, you've had advisors tell you about how they've used their Kingdom Advisor trainings to guide that planning discussion? Well, Will, it's one of the things I enjoy most is hearing the stories from advisors really uh, talking about as they uh, get this training and as they shift their approach, maybe ask different questions. When they begin to see the fruit take hold in their clients' lives, it becomes incredibly contagious. And they say it gives them a whole new sense of purpose and meaning in their work, as you might imagine. There's any number of stories I could tell you. One not too long ago uh, was from an advisor. He said, Rob, I asked one question different to a client and it made all the difference. Uh, he said, as a part of my financial planning process, we go through all the key financial planning areas. And one of those, of course, is the estate planning meeting, talking about wealth transfer and how much they're going to leave and to whom. And for this couple, he said, they estimated they'd have about $2 million left in their estate once everything was settled and taken care of. And they decided they want to give a million dollars to each of their two adult sons. Well, the advisor said because of his training, Kingdom Advisors, he really felt like he should ask a different question than he's ever asked before. He said, what impact do you think this money is going to have on your boys? And when he posed the question, he uh, waited a moment. Uh, there was some silence. They began to look at each other. One of them started tearing up. And finally, the husband broke the silence and said, you know, we're pretty sure one of these boys will squander the money. Uh, to support some uh, poor life choices he's making right now. And that simple question led to a 45-minute discussion that resulted in this couple changing entirely how they were going, going to handle their wealth transfer. They decided instead to set up a donor-advised fund for the majority of it and to actually engage the boys now in helping them to give the money away. And as you might imagine, they felt like uh, perhaps this could change the spiritual fabric of their family and ultimately have a profound impact on their boys. And, you know, I think this is a great example, not that that's how everybody should approach it, but this was the right decision for them. And uh, this really, I think, highlights the opportunity that advisors have as they, as they sit at the intersection of this incredibly important conversation around money 
that reveals the issues of the heart that's ultimately allow families ultimately allows families to experience God's best in this area. Yeah, Rob, you know, it, it still really is amazing to me to hear about how the impact faith-based financial advice can have on the lives of investors. How does this advice transfer over to clients who may not identify as Christian or even religious? First, I would say that we're not prescriptive in how advisors approach this will. So, you know, we teach the principles at Kingdom Advisors. We give uh, these financial professionals uh, plenty of how-tos and application on how they can really uh, deliver these principles to their client. But ultimately, each advisor is going to choose how he or she applies this uh, to their client process and their advice. And it really depends on a lot of factors, including the kind of practice that they have. But over the years, uh, we've actually seen many firms completely rebrand themselves and really lead with the fact that they specialize in serving Christians that uh, with advice that aligns with their values and priorities. Uh, in fact, I, there's a growing trend that we're seeing right now in the larger financial services industry around advisors even moving towards serving niche markets. And there's some compelling data on even uh, uh, growth trends around advisors who are serving these target markets. But with other advisors, you may never know that their financial advice is faith-based. It's not on the wall. It's not in the name of the firm. They choose how to integrate that. I have had some that say they simply uh, let their clients know during perhaps an initial meeting Meeting, that the advice they're giving is rooted in wisdom that's uh, thousands of years old and comes from the Bible. And uh, what we hear is that many uh, clients or even prospects like this idea that whether they're a Christian or not, they appreciate the fact that the advisor uh, is bringing financial advice that's rooted in something beyond themselves, that's time-tested, and uh, that their advisor has real convictions about it. So as long as it doesn't result in something that they don't agree with, or certainly as long as it doesn't revolve, involve something that may harm them, uh, they don't mind at all. Uh, biblical wisdom is still <laughs> incredible wisdom, whether or not you uh, cite a verse from God's word. So I would just say, ultimately, it's up to each advisor how they plan to integrate their Christian values and biblical financial advice into their firm. It's a specialization that can be applied overtly or not, uh, but makes certainly for uh, better advice, no matter which approach you take. You know, the belief system of your client, I believe, really needs to be explored uh, during your discovery. Uh, we know that behavior follows belief. And so it's critical that you understand the experience that is that have shaped your client's financial journey. And uh, this is, of course, really critical to be effective in serving their needs. Well, absolutely. And I, I completely agree with that. I think we're seeing more and more, uh, regardless of somebody's value set, uh, those values are a sincere belief and uh, they want to make sure those beliefs are being heard. What about feedback? What are you receiving from advisors when you provide them with all of this training and education? And, and maybe how is that making a difference for them? Well, as you might imagine, we hear from advisors all the time that say this changes everything. And I think what 
they mean by that in many cases, and some of them actually will say this, is that they were tired of helping people just build bigger barns. And that's, of course, a reference to the parable in Luke about the rich fool. Uh, And what they're saying is they're now transitioning to helping their clients realize God's purposes and plan for their wealth. And this really changes the whole reason why they go to work on a daily basis. Uh, We hear from advisors who said they were ready to retire and get out of the business, but they're now realizing that their greatest opportunity for ministry impact is sitting uh, on the other side of the conference table Monday through Friday. And this has really become a calling. So, Will, it's just really a huge shift in thinking. So, Rob, I think that's really right, uh, and it's a huge shift in thinking. And a lot of Christians, if they're out there trying to identify their calling and the best way to serve God, they may have simply overlooked the fact that their career path could be their calling. Well, that's exactly right. I think the key is just that they take a next step, that they begin to ask the question, how can this be an extension of my ministry? Uh, Am I confident in delivering these principles in my financial advice? Uh, And if not, get in community uh, with others who are thinking about this. And that's uh, where we'd love to be a home for these advisors who want to think deeply about what this looks like. Kingdom Advisors really uh, is a great organization for that, and I'm really thankful for the the years that, that Guidestone has been able to participate with Kingdom Advisors. Um, more importantly, I want to thank you for joining us uh, today on the podcast to talk a little bit about what Kingdom Advisors is and the importance of faith-based investing today. Well, thank you, Will. It's been a joy to be with you. We're grateful for you and for Guidestone and really the important leadership role that you play in this entire space. So it's been a privilege to be with you. Well, thank you, Rob. Uh, Everyone, that concludes this episode of Faith-Based Investing with Guidestone Funds. If you have any questions about this topic or our podcast, feel free to email us at faithbasedinvesting at guidestonefunds.com. And if you want to learn more about Kingdom Advisors, please visit their website at www.kingdomadvisors.com. Investment considerations. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. There can be no guarantee that any strategy, risk management or otherwise, will be successful. You should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Guidestone funds before investing. A prospectus with this and other information about the funds may be obtained by calling 1-888-GS-FUNDS, 1-888-473-8637, or downloading one at guidestonefunds.com funds. It should be read carefully before investing. Guidestone Fund shares are distributed by Foresight Funds Distributors, LLC, not an advisor affiliate. Foresight is not a registered investment advisor and does not provide investment advice.